Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. I'm Christina Boschman. And I'm Gianna Robustiano. We are so excited that you are here. What is Get Real all about? It's about you creating your best life. Are you ready to get real? In this episode, we're talking about words. Words. They're so powerful. Yes. And they're such little things. Mm -hmm. But the truth is they have absolutely no meaning whatsoever until we assign a meaning to it. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Somebody can tell you you're stupid. Or they can say other mean things about you, but you don't have to agree with that. You don't have to take it on and make it a part of your story and who you are because that's not who you are. It's just something someone said to you. Right. And who knows why they said it? Exactly. You don't know what is going on in their life or what. And is it any of their business? Yeah. That's the other thing that I've always felt when people say things like that. Like, what? what is your intention mm-hmm. for saying what you just said? You're just trying to hurt me. Why do you want to hurt me? Exactly. Asking. What did I do to you? Mm-hmm. And seeing, like, you know, why Why would someone say those kind of things? And why are you taking those things on and making it, like, a part of your, who you are? Because you don't have to do that. Right. Exactly. Like, I, I had shared a story with Gianna about something that happened with my brother over the summertime. And... um It was like the weirdest thing. We were just sitting, having a conversation, whatever it was that we were doing. And he was telling me about his girlfriend. And one thing about his girlfriend, he's always saying, she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. And he goes on about this all the time with her. She's very tall. She's good looking enough, but she's not so (laughs) beautiful, right? (laughs) But anyway... And he and as he continued his story, he said to me, but see, you you can't understand her position because, I mean, you're not even pretty. Jeez. I can't believe that he said that to you. Yeah. And in that moment, I felt like he stuck a knife right into my heart. And I was thinking about, you know, immediately I went into that defensive place and I was thinking about all the things that I've done to help him out when he was going through a really rough period. And I was thinking, I can't even believe he would say that to me, number one, after everything that I've done for him. Mm -hmm. Not that I expected him to repay me. I'm just doing it because I want to help. But on the other hand, it's like, I can't believe he would just be mean. He's not thinking of it as mean. And as I thought about it on the way home, I was crying in my car because I was thinking, at this point in my life, I'm still going to let something like that hurt me. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. But it did. And I had a hard time sleeping that night. And the following morning, I I did my meditation like I always do. And it occurred to me all of a sudden that those words really mean nothing until I assigned it a meaning. And that meaning was that he was trying to hurt my feelings mm-hmm. and that He's looking at me and he's comparing me to her. I'm a completely different person. She's five foot ten. I'm barely five foot one. Yeah. And right. Who says what he is saying is like true, you know? That's you don't have to view yourself in that way. Like you don't have to identify with that and say, Oh my God, I'm this, I'm not beautiful or whatever. Like says who? You know? Right. And that was always the story in my family. 
that I was the unattractive one. Jeez. Which I never could figure out, except that everybody else in my family has dark hair and dark eyes, and I have red hair and green eyes and fair skin, and that they found that unattractive. Plus, I was on the shorter side and more stocky than everybody else. They're all just built different than me. So that was the story in my family. And you're thinking not in that story anymore, so old. Mm -hmm. But when I thought about all that, when I was doing my meditation, I thought to myself, I'm not going to let that hurt me. And I just grabbed the knife, the fake knife, and Mm -hmm. I pulled it out of my chest. And I said, I'm not owning that anymore. I'm done with that story. I, that's behind me. Not going to be an issue for me anymore. And it was funny because about a month later, there was a family gathering that when I got there, I pulled in and we were all dressed up. And, you know, granted, they're used to seeing me in jeans, right? Pulled out of my, got out of my car and they're all looking at me. I have a lot of brothers. They're all looking at me like, who's that? And I came walking across the yard and I'm going, I, why are you guys looking at me like that? Hello? And my one brother goes, Chrissy? Like, yeah. And it occurred to me later that I had just decided, you know, I am not living that old story anymore. I'm going to stand up as tall as I am and taller. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not going to be in that energy anymore. And my one brother goes, I never realized that you're pretty. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, like. On like now, <laughs> really? now you're saying that. <laughs> Jeez, it was just so <laughs> funny. But that was one of the things that I really began to recognize then that words really have no meaning until you assign it a meaning and then you take the meaning on. Wow, that is so huge. And I, I remember when you had told me this story about the whole like taking the knife out of your chest and deciding like, no, I'm not going to give any meaning to that. And that is so empowering to, to step into that and be like, okay, I don't want to be in this story anymore. I'm just going to be my beautiful, confident self and move on with my life. And, and everyone is seeing that now, you know, cause you're not in that like downtrodden yeah. more energy yeah right, right. right and everything kind of shifted and it's so nice to know that you don't have to like agree with other what other people are saying even though they it can be very hurtful what people are saying to us right we don't have to agree and take it on and live our whole lives feeling that way exactly because we do feel that way in the moment yeah We're human moment. beings And it kind of comes back to basic brain science, right? That you're you're the outed one. (laughs) We said you you were dissed. Yeah, you were dissed dissed by by the the tribe. tribe. (laughs) (laughs) The tribe didn't watch it, right? So, and the brain science behind that is the brain really hasn't developed. I mean, the human body hasn't developed in thousands of years. Where it's basically the same structure that it was thousands of years ago. And thousands of years ago, if you were dissed from the tribe, quote unquote, you would be on the outskirts. You might not be able to protect yourself. You might not be able to get food. 
You might get killed by an animal or a member from a different tribe. And that's the initial response. That's the first response that we feel when somebody says something like that. Mm-hmm. But we all think that we're being all logical because we've got the the frontal lobe of the brain, like mm-hmm. that the emotional center is the amygdala. But the front part of the brain is where we do all our analysis. Yeah. So, so and that's what we're thinking of because the, the amygdala is the fastest organ in the entire body. Mm-hmm. And then it goes so fast and it puts us into that, oh no, place. And then we start analyzing. Which is so fascinating to think about the science behind that, like that first initial like, oh my God, and you're protecting yourself, right? It brings it back to that. And so mm-hmm. crazy to to think about that and to tie it to like our experiences that we had in childhood too, like how we talked about this in our other episode, the last one, I believe, how like all our experiences and behaviors and patterns um just start from when we are like a little kid. Right. right. 85% of our thought and behavior patterns are already in place by the time we're seven years old. Yeah, which is so insane to think about. And that's something I'm always tying things to because, you know, someone could have said something when you were younger or maybe a parent, and then you took on that story and then some kid in school said it. And now you're triggered by it and it's a full-blown story yeah it's a full-blown story i used to think that i wasn't like smart enough or i thought it was stupid and kids had said that in school and i tied it to my story for like a long time where i was i started not doing well in school and i hated school because i had that in the back of my mind and i took that on as my own that I was stupid and and I couldn't do anything that I want in life because I wasn't smart enough. And it was like all these stories that I I took on from what other people were saying and I believed it about myself. And then I remember switching that around in high school. I'm like, no, like I I'm gonna study, I'm gonna take action and I'm gonna prove to myself that I I am smart enough, and it's still a story that will creep in sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes we have our down states. But I don't believe that I'm stupid, you know. And it right. took me a long time to yeah. realize that. And to give ourselves grace on those days when we don't feel good, mm-hmm. we feel down, we feel tired, whatever it might be, that we let those thoughts creep in and start taking root again. Yeah. And when that happens to me, I just remind myself that I'm just having a down day and that tomorrow, or if it takes two days, if I have a cold or something, I'll feel differently. And I think that that's important. So that you don't feel like, oh, now I'm back into the story again. Because yeah. you know you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, like that story, once the story's done, it's done. Yep. But when you do get in that down space, it starts trying to come in again. Yeah, and it's important to be aware, to be like, nope, it's just a down day. Like Christina was saying, because we all have those days where those thoughts will start to creep in. But then on our good days, we don't feel that way. I'm like, okay, right. I feel great. I'm smart. I can do these things and and it's great, but it's also great to like cut ties with those stories too. And feelings, when we think about feelings, like human beings are 
we're all just bold, a little balls of emotion, mm-hmm. right? I thought you said bald. I was like, are we? <laughs> oh, no, we're not bald, but <laughs> we're like little balls of emotion all the time. And when these feelings come up, they're offering us information. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. I like how you said that. They are because they're at like almost like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why am I triggered by this person saying that? Right. And then you start to ask yourself questions and getting to the root of why you're feeling that way. And I think that is key mm-hmm. to ask yourself questions. Definitely. And not just take a feeling as a truth. Yeah. Because in neuro linguistics programming, it's like feelings are not facts. Because most feelings are not. Mm-hmm. Most feelings are just, there's, it's giving you some information so that you start questioning yourself and you that's going to lead you to an awareness, mm-hmm. which is really the root of everything. It is. It truly yeah, is. To all change, especially, you have to have that awareness first. For sure. So like the next time something comes up your way and it strikes a chord and you like ask yourself why am i feeling this way like what is it hitting right now and digging into that why you're reacting in that way and then as time goes on it gets easier because you know life happens and we might encounter mean people or whatever it is but it's good to have these tools to ask yourself so you're not stuck in this story that's just not true. Right. And then you can take personal responsibility for making a change. Mm-hmm. And today I was thinking about the word responsibility. And I was, as I was staring at it, I was like, response ability. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have the ability to respond in whatever way you want. Yeah. And it, I love that. And I love how you. You said that and because you don't have to respond in a negative way or like take it on. You can respond differently. You're like, ouch. Okay, I'm going to move forward. Yeah. Ouch. That hurt. Yeah. Why did that hurt? Do I have an insecurity? Because that's usually when stuff like that comes up, there's some little insecurity there. Something that happened to you before you were seven mm-hmm. where somebody said something to you and it was ouch. Yeah. And then it's kind of stayed in there and festered. Yeah. And I think that is great to be able to stop yourself and ask those questions and know that it's not the truth. Like another thing that Christina was mentioning earlier was about the word like beliefs. Belief, right? It's B-E-L-I-E-F. B-L-I-F. Right. So, and so if you think about it, like, and this is something that I didn't come up with. Somebody, I I talked to like three people over four days that were talking about this today and, or this week. And I thought, wow, there's definitely something to that. So Mm -hmm. we should talk about that because beliefs aren't necessarily a fact. No. Beliefs could very well be a lie. It's just something that we think and we believe it to be true. Yeah. But it's a lie. Yep. It's not. It's a limiting thought. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I mean, we all have our different worlds that we're living in and how we see things. So it doesn't necessarily make those true. You know, what is the truth there? Right. It's just so you don't need to 
believe everything you hear from other people or what they say to you. Right. Because so many times I wonder why people say the things that they do. Mm -hmm. Why do you have to say something unkind? Especially if you know that that's a weakness of mine, why would you say it? Yeah, exactly. What happened to them or what did they experience in their past to bring them to that moment to say this to me? Right, that to, to hurt. Yeah, to hurt me. I That is also like a great thing to like ask yourself in those situations. I remember a couple months ago, a family member said something very mean and negative, but I was able to, well, yes, it stung at first, but I was able to be like, okay, I'm not going to take this on personally. This is something that they're going through or they're projecting on me and I know their backstory. So I was just filling in the blanks to everything and I didn't take it on. Whereas a couple years ago, it might've crushed me and I would have been down for a week or two or a month or whatever. But having those moments of like pausing and asking yourself these questions. And even if you don't know the person, like just say, I have no idea what's going on in their life and I'm not going to take this on personally. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at things like that. Cause I listen very closely to quote unquote feedback that I get from people. Mm -hmm. And depending on how much I respect them, that's how that that's the level that I'll take things to. Like if some, if I don't hold somebody in high regard and they say something negative to me, I'll just be like, well, you know, could be true, could not be true. It's just their opinion. Mm. I don't feel that way. Yeah, but I will go in and look at myself and say, did I say something hurtful? You know, I do. I do a lot of introspective type work when somebody says something to me that kind of strikes me odd, but. Again, unless I have a lot of respect for somebody, hold them in high regard. When somebody like that says something to me that strikes me in a way that's ouch, I usually will go back to them after I get over the ouch mm -hmm. and say, can we just talk about this because you're important to me and I want to understand why you said that. Yeah, which is definitely good to do. Like, take a look within yourself, of course, like ask the questions, is this true? Or go down the list and then go back to that person if they are important to you and have a conversation. Yeah. And some of those it. conversations are hard. Yeah. They're not, they're not fun conversations, but you'll be glad you did it after the fact. Right. Because you get clarity. Yes. So when you have the clarity that comes from understanding the emotions that you're feeling, you can change your life. Yeah, you can. For the better. Definitely. Because you realize you're not a slave to your emotions. You do realize that, like I said, the fastest center of your brain is the amygdala. That's the emotional center. And that is there to protect you. Mm -hmm. It holds on all the memories of the past reactions to things. And it just goes so fast and it feels so strong in our bodies that we just immediately think it's all true. Yeah. So that's something to think about when you find yourself in a situation 
Definitely. Where you're like being overcome by an emotion because of something that somebody said and you're like, oh, that knife goes in your heart. Yeah. You don't have to leave it there. You can take it out and, and question and do all of these things so you can feel good moving forward and have more clarity in your life, you know? Right. Because that's how change happens. Yeah. You have to get clear with Definitely. everything. It's a constant process. Yeah, it's an ongoing Ongoing, process. yeah. I'm like thinking about life and I'm like, it's it's going on forever and that's okay too because there's not like this point where you're like, I'm done with change if you're done with change and probably you're leaving the earth. Yeah, you're probably, <laughs> see ya. Right? I'm <laughs> out of here. Right? No, you're just growing, which is all good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So to recap here. Mm-hmm. So... Words have no meaning unless we assign them. Until you assign them or we assign them. <laughs> right. Because everybody's response able, responsible mm-hmm. to make that assignment or not assign as they feel works for them. Mm-hmm. And feelings offer awareness, which is... That's a huge one because, like I said, so many people, they they just get into the feeling and they spin on a feeling. Mm-hmm. And like I said, in NLP, feelings are not facts. Yeah. Because a feeling is bringing something up for you to look at. So it might not be a fact. It could just be a perspective, a remembrance of something that happened before that you haven't connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to be a slave to it. No, you don't. And I love that just ha- using your feelings as an indicator to look at something. It's like a little flag dinging, like ding, ding, ding. Like, what do I need to look at here? What do I need to ask myself? Right. I love looking at it in that way. Yeah. And then there are lies in your beliefs. Right. Right. And I love that. Like, take that word and just put it on your wall or yeah. put it somewhere you're going to see it where you, where you write it out, B-E period, L-I-E period, F. Yes. Because when you think about that, when, when you say, well, that's what I believe, dig into that. Yeah. To understand why I believe that. Because mm-hmm. it could be that it's not true. Yeah, especially, like, about yourself. Of course, we all have, like, our beliefs in life. And we're not saying, like, everything that you believe is a lie. No, not at all. It's just just another tool to use. Yeah, it is. Especially when you're not feeling good Mm -hmm. about a belief that you have. That's the time to start questioning and reminding yourself Mm -hmm. that just because you believe it to be doesn't mean that it is. Yeah. And having these tools are super, super, super helpful, especially on those days when you're not feeling 100%. Right. Yeah. Because so much of this, like we said, happens on the days where you're tired or, you know, something happened that has you in a down place. Mm -hmm. And to remember that all the time too, because with so many times we don't think about that. No, we don't. To just say, I'm just having a bad day today. Yeah. And it might be better tomorrow. It might take two days, but you know, you are going to come back to feeling good again. Mm -hmm. You always have. Give yourself grace and know that like better days are always on the way and that's just how life goes. Right. Exactly. 
And then the last one is to think about, you know, responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's the ability to respond. And you have the ability to respond differently than you did yesterday in a negative situation. Mm-hmm to just try and do things in a different way. Yeah. Moving forward. You hold all the power. Yes, absolutely. All right. I think that is it for today. (laughs) Until next time. Until next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're ready to get real, follow us on social media. The links are below. And check out our website, www.manifestingmiraclestogether.com. Is there someone you know who is ready to get real? If so, then do them a favor and share this episode. Until Until next time. time.